0: It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You know the difference between hockey and those other sports? got to be tough to be a hockey player. I idolized Dominic Kaschuk. I played goalie because of Dominic Kaschuk. My life in hockey has been started because of Sabres hockey. I didn't need playoffs this year. I wanted it, but I didn't need it. But when you screw up for the fans as much as the team has over the last, like, five years, and just don't hold yourself accountable, I'm sorry, I'll hang up and listen, I'm sorry. Sabers drop a uh, second in a row in regulation tonight, four to three to the Panthers. Uh, after losing, I believe it was five to three to Carolina the night before. Definitely looks like they ran out of some gas tonight. Uh, after a very good start in the first period, things really slowed down for them. Had a three-one lead and once again gave up a three-one lead, losing four to three with thirty seconds left after a very nice by Jonathan Huberdeau in uh, in front of the net. So. Um, Again, you know, they couldn't get this one in the garage. Uh, and I think, you know, that's been kind of a daunting thing with the Sabres all season is their inability to A, get games in the garage and B, hold and delete, hold on to leads, you know, vice versa. However, you want to, you know, order those two things with, you know, they're equally as important. And uh another daunting thing has been goaltending too. Uh Tukarski played very well tonight. However, I think I would like two 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 issues. Uh the uh, Claude Giroux goal, I took a little bit issue with that as a goalie because I felt like his puck tracking was very, very off there. Uh, as goaltenders, we learned to always head, shoulders, feet, or head, shoulders, hands, however you want to say it, and he did not lead with his head there, and hence why he kind of threw up his, his stick and paddle like that to Kai and t- to kind of compensate for the fact that he didn't lead with his head and get his whole body over there over to where Drew was. And, you know, that's, again, why his stick was kind of like there out of desperation. Um, always something that's always bugged me about Takarski is his puck tracking. It's it's not very good. Uh, that was just an example. However, um, the other goal, too, was the one uh, from behind the net. He did not get back to his post. They banked it off the back of him. I mean, we can split hairs there, but hockey is a game of controlled chaos. Things happen like that very quickly. And am I going to sit there and blame the game on him? No. I would have liked to have seen him get back to his post there, but he couldn't, not in time. And, of course, uh, you know, the rest is history. You saw the goal that got scored with 30 seconds left uh, to win it. Um, Again, no chance there for Tkarski at all. But, you know, he made a lot of saves that maybe he shouldn't have made. So it's hard for me to really, really, really put this on him because – of a few goals that I personally didn't like. Um, but again, that's just me. You know what? Tonight was just another classic example of the Sabres really kind of falling away from their game plan. What's really, you know, done them well so far this season uh, with Don Granato. Uh, they found themselves on, those he- on their heels. And I mentioned in the pregame show that uh, it could be a possibility of not having a reliable goaltender and not your game plan sometimes does tend to change when you feel like you have a goalie that you cannot rely on and that I you know Dustin Tokarski, even though he played more than good enough for them to win tonight um you're just not getting it done the scoring chances were very lopsided shots were very lopsided buffalo only went 1 for 4 on the power play against a team like the Florida Panthers who are so good and so deep When you get four power play chances, you have to go at least two for four, maybe even three for four to even compete with this team, especially when there's such a disparity between lack of talent. I mean, let's – like, I'm I'm not going to let my Sabres bias, you know, prevent me from saying that the Florida Panthers are a fucking really good hockey team, like a really, really good hockey team. I think an early uh, cup contender, without a doubt – Hard to argue that they were a cup contender before the trade deadline. And then they added, uh you know, Sherry and and um, Claude Giroux. So it's hard for me to sit here and uh, look at that roster, the way, the way it's been built throughout the season over the last couple years, Carter, Hague, Anthony Duclair, Oh, both are very team friendly deals. You know, Jonathan Huberto Alexander Barkov. This team is just loaded top to bottom. They have two very good goaltenders. I think the only that's going to really hold them back this year in the playoffs is if Bobrovsky can't, you know, goes goes to playoff Bob. We all know what playoff Bob is. He tends to fall apart in the playoffs. Uh if you get if you can get regular if you can get Bob to play regular be regular season Bob in the playoffs, I mean, you might not lose a single game. The entire the your entire run of the playoffs you might lose only a small handful of games because that's just how good this team is top to bottom they're so deep they're so dangerous i mean i mean I, I look at acquisitions that they made like you know hornquist hornquist was a huge huge acquisition for them um i love hornquist's game he had that goal tonight that you know went off uh the back of uh i believe went off the back of um takarski and that one of the two couple two goals i had issues with but guys like them, role players, glue guys that just play huge roles on teams like them, young teams like them, and uh, you know to have possibly one of the top five best two-way centers in the world, and Alexander Barkov obviously helps as well. And let's not forget Alexander, or I'm sorry, Aaron Ekblad isn't even playing right now. Uh, you know him and We, I believe it's him and are possibly the best defensive pairing in the league, and they're playing this well right now without Aaron Ekblad, their leader. Um one of their biggest leaders and uh, they'll get him back in the playoffs. Uh, I think it was predicted like in the first round, they'll get him back. So, you know, that team is an absolute wagon, a team to watch out for. You know, you would hope that, you know, they do go all the way personally. I hate to see that I'm rooting for a Florida Panthers team to win a cup before the Buffalo Sabres, but I'm a big advocate for Joe Thornton. That guy deserves a Stanley cup. I want to see him get a Stanley cup ring. So that's the reason I'm rooting for the Florida Panthers. 100%, you know, you guys can root against them, but that's the reason I'm rooting for them. Uh, Again, I'm just a big fan of that team, top to bottom, their blueprint and the way they've been built. It's unfortunate that they can't fill that arena, as you can see tonight on a Friday night. Best team in hockey, and they can't even get that arena half full, which is embarrassing for the league, if you ask me. That is absolutely embarrassing. Victor Olofsson keeps up his hot hand. Uh, The guy has been on absolute fire. It seems like whatever injury he did have, that have been lingering uh, is gone. Uh, The wrist injury, it was speculated, had been really hampering him quite a bit. In the last five games alone, he has three goals and I believe five points. Five points in the last five games, three goals. So guy has been absolutely on fire, uh, especially as a special teams player. Um, Once he gets in his spot over there on the faceoff dot on the left side, like he just doesn't miss. He doesn't miss. Um, and now that he's healthy, it looks like he's contributing again on a normal basis. Again, he does leave a lot there to be desired as a, just a all around grid hockey player. He is the greatest 200 foot player in his own end. Uh, when it comes to Dragon play, he, some would say he's a very one trick, big one trick pony. Um, I tend to agree. I think, um, Jack Quinn, uh, when he does come to Buffalo, I think Jack Quinn, in my opinion, fits into your top 64, Victor Olsson. You've seen all of what Jack Quinn has been doing in the AHL in Rochester. It's remarkable. It's unbelievable. And uh, I'm excited to see what he brings to Buffalo. We've seen a small sample size of Jack Quinn in Buffalo. And every single time we saw him, he played very well. So I'm not going to – I've said it before. I'm not going to say it here that he makes Victor Olsen expendable. But it's hard for me to fit Victor Olsen into my top six if Jack Quinn is here and Jack is performing because he does do – a lot of the things that Victor Olsson does, and he's a better just all-around hockey player, better in his own end, better driving play, better, you know, he he goes to dirt. He'll, he's not afraid to go to the dirty areas of the game to to score goals. Like, you don't see Victor Olsson doing what Jeff Skinner does to score goals. He doesn't engage in front of the net, you know, take a beating in front of the net. He's a very, he's a big-time perimeter shooter. That's who Victor Olsson is <clears throat> with an extremely dangerous shot and unbelievable release. Uh, One of the best in the league. Um so I, you know, I'm not saying that Victor Olufsen is gone this in this off season, but I, uh, I tend to think that, you know, it's tough for me to put him in my top six next season, but let's not even talk about that because we're talking about tonight, not next year yet. Um, Peyton Krebs with an assist tonight, Mark Pissick, in on the board, great things happen when you throw the puck to the net. And that's what happened here. Mark Pissick threw the puck to the net, deflected off, I believe, Weger and into the net, like, this is a team that's not going to win on skill. You have to, you know, score the dirty goals, score the garbage goals, score goals just by putting the puck on net and hoping for the best. And that's what they did here. You threw the puck on net and you got a deflection and ends up behind Bobrovsky. Uh Jeff Skinner getting his 30th goal of the season. Couple clicks for him. You would have never, I would have never guessed in a million years that both Tage Thompson and uh Jeff Skinner would be a potential 35 to 40 goal scorers this season. Uh, you know. Jeff has his 30th. Tage has 32. So, you know, uh, I think the last time we had two 30-goal scorers on this hockey team was when Drew Stafford and Thomas Vanhoek were here back in 2010 2011 they both had 30-plus. So, uh, you know, a couple of clicks for both of them. Definitely nobody in Buffalo would have ever expected that they would have 30 goals this season. Um, <clears throat> but uh, sorry for all the – clear to the throat. I'm dealing with a little bit of a chest thing now, but uh it's um, definitely would have never expected that would have, you know, bet my 401k that they wouldn't have done that, but uh good for them. Happy to see them, you know, you know, especially Jeff and Tage really, you know, finding their game and proving a lot of the doubters wrong. I mean, Jeff Skinner's never going to earn that contract, but honestly, if you're still getting 30 plus goals, 25 plus goals, even out of Jeff Skinner a season, I mean, it makes it a little bit more bearable to pay him that contract. Um, Other uh, more points coming from uh, Tage Thompson with an assist tonight. And then Dustin Akarski making 39 saves on 43 shots. Again, giving up that game-winning goal with 30 seconds left that he had zero, zero chance on. Um, Panthers goal scorers, you had Claude Giroux with a goal and assist. Uh, Sam Reinhart again scoring against Buffalo. Nice deflection in front of the net, right in front of Takarski. You know, Patton Sam Reinhart, something we were very used to seeing, number 23, now number 13, do in Buffalo. And parts in front of the net, deflecting pucks in, uh, again, with the goal and assist. Sam Bennett with a goal. I'll get to him in a second. Uh, Hornquist with a goal. And then Jonathan Huberdeau. Luce Dureinen, uh with assists and Alexander Barkov with two assists and former saver, Brendan Montour with a couple assists. So uh, again, this team is just so, so good. And so deep, man. Like I, it's hard. You're hard pressed to find a player on this team that hurts them. You really are like, you really are, man. Like I just, they're so good, man. It's I find them if they're getting the goaltending, I find it very hard to believe that they don't win the Stanley Cup this season. They're just so, so good, man. So good. Um, and Bobrovsky with 19 saves on 22 shots against, again, man, the shot count was very lopsided after the first period. You know, to, Florida really took it to them. Uh, I mean, the scoring chances, the uh, shots on goal, power play opportunities, it, it was just all in favor of Florida, man. It, it was. It, it was not good for Buffalo. It just wasn't. Um, and their next game, too, I believe, is against Tampa, where uh, we have been told that Owen Power will be meeting with, with the team in Tampa Bay, uh, for their next game, which I'm trying to look up here. Their next game is, in fact, uh, Sunday at 5 p.m. in Tampa Bay, and then they fly to Toronto, where we expect. Owen Power to make his NHL debut It'd be interesting to see who comes out of the lineup whether it's a Casey Fitzgerald a Colin Miller um Henry Yoki how are you who knows who it's going to be because quite honestly like if your name's not Darlene and Samuelson I believe anybody is you know potentially out of the lineup uh in favor of uh rookie Owen power. And we'll be interested how many games he plays because I know he has to play, I think it's eight or nine games in order to burn the first year of his entry-level deal. I'm not sure. if um, <clears throat> I know it, it's not in really the favor of the player there because, you know, you want to get paid, but at the same time, it's like, you want to have Owen power for, you know, for as cheap as you can for as long as you can. And is it really worth it to burn one year of his entry-level deal by playing him nine games this season with, you know, what is it? i think it's like 13 12 or 13 games left on the year so i don't know if it's really worth it right now to like really burn that that final year on his or that first year on such a level deal just for a couple extra games this season but i mean that's the business of the game you know sometimes it's not fair to the player but it's just i'm just in favor of it because i want to get him for as long as i can for as cheap as i can before that first big payday comes and surely enough it's most likely to come uh, on that first contract cuz i think that he is going to be very good. He's in a much better culture than when was Darlene was brought into. Uh, we seem to believe, I believe at least that uh, Don Granato is the guy and what he's established, the system he's established, <clears throat> how much better your players like Rasmus Darlene, Tage Thompson, Jeff Skinner have been under him in the aggressive style of hockey that he's played, where he encourages defensemen to take risks and play with confidence. Um, <clears throat> I expect, you know no, nothing different with Owen Power coming to Buffalo extremely excited to make his debut against Toronto I you know everybody knows how I feel good about the Maple Leafs it's uh an exci- it'll be an exciting game for sure uh come Tuesday I cannot wait to see uh if we can pull out a win there uh play a spoiler again to the Maple Leafs the Maple Leafs fans cuz I'm sure obviously they're playing for a position in the standings and would love to play spoiler if I can uh <clears throat> depending on you know Help and decide who Toronto plays in the first round, get them a tough, tougher matchup and hopefully a, a first round knockout. But uh, I do want to address one thing the Sam Bennett play, uh, Sam Bennett play throughout the game was absolute trash. Absolute trash. Sam Bennett taking unnecessary shots at Darlene, the cross shot that caused them a penalty that the the, I don't believe Buffalo capitalized on. It. I can't remember if they did or if they didn't. Um, I don't believe they did. Uh but Sam Bennett taking the cross checking to the forearms of uh Rossus Dallen. And at the end of the game, just absolute like I'm sorry, he was a bitch. That was such a bitch move to sit there and skate along Dalene, take a run at him, and then backpedal when Tage Thompson and Alex Tuck get involved. <clears throat> and you know, if you're gonna take a run like that, man, stand up for yourself. You know, answer the bell. Don't don't take runs at people like that when they're not looking, especially if you cross check this guy earlier in the game. And <clears throat> and um after you cross trust, trust this guy earlier in the game, and then uh, just backpedal. Like, that's that, that's beer league shit, man. Like, stop. Like, you're in the NHL. If you're going to take a run at somebody like that, you ought to be ready to answer the bell, grow a pair. Like, that That was a joke. Absolute joke, man. Absolutely gutless. But uh, that's just my thoughts on, uh, on the Sam Bennett situation. Again, big scrum there at the end. Alex Tuck stepping in, trying to separate the two of them. A lot of sloppy play there, uh, especially there at the end of the third period um, by Buffalo. Honestly, a lot of sloppy play after the first period just in general. Just not being able to generate hot chances. Uh, the, the the disparity in skill between both teams really stood out. Uh, just the you know, Florida's ability to uh, drive play, <clears throat> um, transition up the ice, uh, carry the puck, they're passing, tape the tape. It was just so much better than Buffalo and the, you know, honest to God, the East is going to be such a powerhouse. The Atlantic Division itself is going to be a powerhouse. And with Florida being in the Atlantic Division, they, they, like this is probably, not probably, is the most difficult, you know, division in hockey. Uh, you have the Panthers with 106 points now in 71 games. Maple Leafs with 98 points in 71 games. Bruins, 95 points. Lightning, 94 points. Um, and then you have, you know, Detroit, Buffalo, uh you know the senators and the canadians but like you know you have two through five five four teams all just absolute powerhouses in the Atlantic that's gonna tough division to play in um I mean the lightning have been able to sustain a very stable you know they will like fill in holes where they've needed to you saw they go will get Brendan Hagel at the deadline which you know blew my mind that they gave up that much for Brendan Hagel But when you have a team that's as good as they are with the players they have under contract, you can afford to give up, you know, pieces like that to stay good in the now. Uh, The Panthers, again, have a lot of team friendly contracts. Obviously, it helps when you're not paying state tax. Uh, Down in Florida, you can you saw the deal Sam Reinhardt uh, signed. He probably would have gotten more per year anywhere else, but because he was getting the benefit of no state tax down in Florida, he was going to take a little less for Florida. Yeah, it's like a team friendly deal for them. <clears throat> and then just that whole team's top the bottom. Connor Verhage is on a very team friendly deal. Anthony Duclair is on a very team friendly deal. Um, they might run into a few issues come the deadline. Um, I mean, obviously they'll actually know and deadline, I'm sorry, uh, come the offseason. but you know, you'll have Claude Giroux fall off your books. Uh Yacht, I'm not, I think he's a UFA. He'll fall off your books. So, That team's going to be good for a while, be good for quite some time. You still have Spencer Knight on his entry-level contract, so I would expect that they're going to be a powerhouse for quite some time. The Bruins are always contending. The Lightning are, you know, we just talked about them. So this team is on the up and up. And the Sabres, you know, again, I've been very outspoken on this. I do believe this team, this hockey team, will be a playoff team next year. They will play push for a wild card spot in this difficult Atlantic division. There's no reason to think with the way Donnie Granado Donnie Nepos has them playing, that if you add the right pieces, you bring in your Owen Power, you bring in your Jack Quinn, you bring in your J.J. Paterka potentially. <clears throat> There's no reason to think that these guys added to this roster with a few veterans or you know UFA sign or signings and free agency. Uh, who knows what – I really don't think they use all three first-round draft picks. I think they trade at least one, maybe two of them to bring in a player that's going to help them next season. Um it's hard for me to believe that they're not going to be pushing for one of those final wild card spots. I just I really do believe that. Um, and I and I know there's a lot of uh, Sabres Savers fans out there that believe that as well. I I just I'm very confident when I say that, just see that the progress this team has made, even though they're losing games, even like tonight, man, they were in that game though. I mean, yeah, they got a good game on a Dustin Karski, a game that they were outplayed for, but they were still in that game. And the games they have lost, they've been in those games. Your Carolina, you lost to the Carolina, for instance. Like you, you, you had a great win against Carolina, where you came back from behind. Then you obviously you give up a three-one lead to Carolina. Uh, unfortunate, that sucks. Uh, but you, you were in that game. You were in that game almost the entire game. Tonight, um, you were in the game on the score sheet, but in my opinion, on the ice, it, you know, you probably could have gotten blown up by blown out by four or five goals tonight. For honestly, you could have. Uh, Dusty Karski did play well. I'll give him that. But uh, With that being said, guys, uh, I won't hold, you on to, hold on to you for too much longer. Uh, just remember that if you did enjoy, uh, I'll hang up and listen. It. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. You can subscribe to us on Spotify. You can scri- subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, and we appreciate the support. Uh, any five-star ratings you can give us, obviously, it helps quite a bit um and spread the word please because uh that helps as well i remember this was brought to you by outlet liquor the place to buy a case uh don't haste get to outlet liquor buy a case for game night this season uh the bills are going to be an absolute wagon get there on game day for your uh right before kickoff for any beverages that you need there. adult beverages uh for sure so uh, with that being said, I'll hang up and listen, guys. You enjoy the rest of your day, and uh, go Sabres. Hey, everybody. This is Dwayne from Two Goalies, One Mike, a show where we give you a behind-the-mask coverage of the greatest sport on earth, whether it be happening right here in Buffalo or around the hockey world. Now you might be thinking, hey, Dwayne, why would I want to hear what you two idiots have to say about hockey?